podcast where we talk about things with one super special guest every week. Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak on This Is Happening, the podcast. Hello. Welcome to This Is Happening. This is happening. Again. This is Eric. And Nathan. Welcome back. For another episode. Today we are joined with the fabulous, amazing, wonderful, talented, multifaceted Brandon Kirby. Wow. Welcome, Brandon Kirby. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's such an intro. <laughs> Content ex- creator extraordinaire. Uh, we'll be talking about his web series, which uh, season two is about to drop, y'all. Called I'm Fine. Yes. It's on Deku. Yes. Is Maybe he can explain what Deku is. Yes. I don't understand. It sounds like a spaceship, but it is a <laughs> gay streaming platform targeted toward gay men. Amazing. Uh, I'm Fine is their third original series. First of their series to get a second season, which... Oh, oh congratulations. congratulations. I yeah. didn't realize that. Yeah. Brandon C- Kirby, if you don't know, wrote and directed the whole series. I- any other credits? Produce- producer? I don't put myself as producer, but... But I have a, an amazing team of producers, so I want them to take all the credit for producing. Absolutely. Yeah, um, Director's a huge title, so... That's enough. That's yeah, all I need. I don't sure. need producer, too. And so just to fill everyone in, too, uh, Nathan is an actor in... A couple episodes in season one. <laughs> I do have a couple little uh, and appears in season, in one. season two and as well. Season two as well. Yes, yes. And yeah. I look forward to seeing that. So happy that Brandon had me on board. It's so many great people. Honestly, it's such a talented, fun, cute cast. Great people to work with. Yeah, so I for that. Love my I'm Fine family. I'm so thankful <laughs> that they were willing to like do this with me because it's not easy, and we did it. Twice, so I'm yeah, so mean season one and then season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I have seen only season one, um, and I really like it. I wanted to tell you that I just That's it's so nice. it's really really good. I I've, I've read some things about it. One of the things I saw you say in an interview was that one of the things inspired you to make it was that um, when looking went off the air, there wasn't anything else like looking. I agree with you. Like it's so it's weirdly difficult to get gay stories on television or I mean, maybe less so in web series, but, but, um, there's not that many, you know, outlets for it. I mean, there was queer as folk, um, you know, looking, um, but it's not like there's like and then I'm countless. Fine. <laughs> and then I'm fine. No, I mean there's <laughs> other. I mean there's other web but, series. I, you know, I know people like like Brian Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, and, it seems like um, you know who's, who's the what whatever the wondrous life of yeah, Caleb Gallo. Yeah, which, which I, is incredible. Which I really like. Yeah, very different than yours. I mean, I yours of those kinds of you know web series that tell gay stories. It, it was the most grounded and real that I've seen. And it's also very sad. <laughs> and it made me sad. It's, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought it would just... It has re- heart. It, it has really like spoke real, to me. It yeah, just, it, sure. It's about how... It's about relationships and friendships and about how we let each other down mm-hmm. in relationships and friendships. Yeah. Not even intentionally, but just like the way we're going about our lives ends up, you know, kind of not meeting someone else's expectations and 
it's just I, I thought and I thought in that way it's so relatable not just to gay men it for anyone anyone that has a friend anyone that's in a relationship yeah it's it, that's to me what it's about it's about how we let each other down and I was very moved by it I related to it I just thought it was really really good I really liked it I'm so happy to hear you say that because um, that's the goal with it is uh, honest, real, and relatable. Those are like the things that I hope people get out of it, and I'm so I'm glad that that's what you got out of it. Yeah. You're the first person to tell me how sad it is. Oh God, it's um, sad. And it, but it, you're you're not wrong. It is it is sad. Um, it is sad, but funny too. I mean, it's dark. And I think yeah. maybe dark. maybe because yeah. I've only I haven't seen season two, which we'll, we'll talk about season two. Um, I've seen the trailer for season two. Mm-hmm. It, the trailer, at least, looks geared to to highlight the humor, and it's because it, it's funny. It's it, it there's funny moments, and well, the second season is also. Uh... <laughs> yeah, they, and not, they, they can tell you. Second season, I almost want to say is more is sad. Okay, because <laughs> it has a happy ending. And to be fair, there's it does that ending. It, it's a very bittersweet. Yeah, ending. for sure. To be but fair, definitely it goes up and down. There's plenty of humor in season one, and one of the you know one of the real catalysts of that is Nathan. You're you and the the guy that plays your boyfriend. Oh, stop! Are stop, very stop. funny characters. <laughs> yes, everybody, everybody. I admit it. I admit it. Watch, watch. You oh. have a hilarious like throwing of the drink scene, which I love. That was one know? of my favorite scenes <laughs> to film in season one. Oh, I, all I all I've ever wanted to do in life is uh, throw a throw drink, a drink at, especially at Perry's face. You did I was it like, very I to well. Throw a drink in somebody's face on camera. Sign me up. I think I actually. It was I think like I threw room. a drink at someone's face in a bar once really in real life Where? when uh, was this was your a, Manhattan days it, no it was here it was at the Eagle oh, oh my god <laughs> we, we shot the scene at the Eagle at the Eagle oh we shot the scene at the Eagle it was <laughs> so funny it was maybe in that very room it could have been in the same chair <laughs> can I ask like what led to a drink throw yeah for sure I want to hear this I, you know what I mean there was a lot of drinking involved I remember that I did that and, and I'm ashamed to admit I can't and it's also a long time ago I just I can't remember you know it was someone that I had been flirting with and then obviously things went wrong yes you yeah know, and didn't, didn't what were you was in the conversation progress. or something what escalates something into like a drink in the face it had to be and then something. I left immediately because I knew that was kind of outrageous and I was like gotta go <laughs> what a great what a great I'm exit <laughs> I really so you really did relate to the web series. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, Nate, I threw a drink in someone's face, too. That's the only time I've ever... Because I, 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 when I, I texted you after seeing it, I was like, you know, I've always wanted to do that. But it, literally in this moment, I remember that I had done it. And I that remember... So funny. And, and, but I, I, the circumstances... Was there I, ice in your drink? Because I feel like the ice would hurt. No, it was a beer. I was oh, okay, good. <laughs> no ice. It was a Corona, and I just threw the Corona <laughs> at this person. Bottle included, just the whole thing. Oh, you threw the bottle as well? No, no, oh. just the, just the drink. And then I, I put, then I put the Corona down and left. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I actually did. When I was younger, I did dump a glass of water on my sister's head. 
But that's different. That, that was that's not was that's not salacious not drama. Yeah, yeah, that's just like it wasn't sibling. our house at the time. Really, <laughs> that was sibling fighting. It was sibling fighting. It was bad of me. I'm sorry, Holly. I should have never done that, but I live and learn. <laughs> it was better than punching her in the face. True, true, true. <laughs> you know, I mean, so I've never thrown a drink. I've dropped drinks. You've never I, thrown a drink. I've dropped a drink on someone's head. Like okay, the glass yeah, yeah, yeah. hit their head, <laughs> and then it spilled on them. But so it I was feel like, like that accidental moment. It was not, an accident. It wasn't a rage. It wasn't a rage moment. No, I didn't purposely <laughs> drop it on their head. You don't seem like a like a I'm gonna assault somebody type of a person. Back in my hard drinking days. Where are you days, from? Should we do a little like? Yeah, Reagan we should. Kirby we really should do the origin expunging story. of his. Yeah. Where sure. Where is Brandon Kirby from? I'm originally from Michigan. Okay. Michigan. Where in Michigan? Uh, suburb of Detroit. Okay. It's the city called Livonia. Um, and Livonia. it might still have this claim to fame. It's a terrible claim to fame. I don't know if it still has it, <laughs> but it's the whitest city in America. Oh, wow. Oh, and near Detroit, one of the blackest cities. In yeah, because it was... That it was the... It was the white flight. It was white flight. That's where everyone fled to. Yes. So what? Do they have literally, like, one person of color or zero in this town? That's crazy. It's, By design, it's I'm sure it's not that really wild. And my parents left because oh, it was just parents. like... Yeah, that's a little too much. It was... It's How both, big is It's it? a square... It's a literal square. It's like also like a square, like it's so square, but it's so also an a, actual a literal square. <laughs> how, so many, did, how long did you live there? Was that your whole childhood? Yeah. Okay. And then when I went to college, I left. And, Where'd you go? And then my parents moved away. So Florida? I, did you go to Florida? Where'd you go to college? Huh? I didn't go to Florida. I See, in my head, I was thinking Florida. I think just because I met you. Because Perry goes to Florida and Joe went to Florida. <laughs> yes. I met Brandon. Um... With other friends who are from Florida, so I think I grouped you into that Florida group. You but, associate uh, me with Florida. I do, which is I am not going to anymore now that I know. <laughs> Where'd you go to college? Michigan State. Oh, oh my gosh! State cool. Did you know my roommate Matt went to Michigan State? Yes, and we talked about MSU FCU. Oh, amazing! Cool. Yeah. They, <laughs> Did you overlap? Were you there at the same time as Matt? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, when were you... Or you don't have to age yourself on the podcast. No, please. I am 28 years old. Okay. Uh, you, I graduated you, in 20... Oh, God. When did uh, I graduate? 2012. 2011. Oh, my 2012. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When was Matt? Hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. I'm sure he's listening to the podcast. He's maybe two years um, older than that, right? He is just turned... 30. I don't, 30. Oh, We're whatever. not even saying Matt last name. Care. No one, one cares. No one cares. Uh, but <laughs> so we, I want to say in 2010. So yeah. we had a two-year overlap. We do, he was in the theater department. Were you? I was in journalism. So I was. Oh, journalism. We probably never met. Nice. You graduating in 2012. Did you get a minor? My minor was in, I had a weird, so I majored in journalism. I minored in film studies and I specialized in <laughs> PR. I had oh. like three things. Well, that, that all sounds very practical. Yeah, and it probably helped for I'm fine, too. It was helpful. Yeah, and I still utilize journalism. Like, I still freelance, even though my main job's not journalism anymore. And, right. like, I love film. And PR, like, it's just, like, an all-encompassing thing. You learn a lot. Yeah. So how long have you been in L.A.? Five. It'll be six years in May. So was it, like, um, 
graduation song off to the plane to LA. That wasn't the plan, but that's what happened. So what it was, was the crazy? Was there a job that brought you here, or just you wanted to it break was, uh, into the showbiz? Or I didn't, which is so weird. Like. I knew I wanted to do entertainment journalism, but it didn't dawn totally. on me that that's here. So I applied for an internship <laughs> at the Hollywood Reporter, and I thought, I was like, yeah, they're based in Chicago, because that's where I wanted to go, was Chicago. I wanted uh, to stay in the Midwest. Yes. I wanted to stay East. Mm. I've never been more West than Chicago. Is there a Chicago Hollywood Reporter? No. I was just an idiot. <laughs> like that's just what they I would think that the just, name, the title Hollywood, Hollywood Reporter, they cover Hollywood They're, in Los Angeles. Yes, I, I don't know what delusion I was. You having. were under the uh, the Midwest fog. Fog, yes. Uh, so they accepted me, and I decided as a as a intern. Uh, intern. Oh, cool, nice. So they, I, I was like, okay, well, I have to go. This is what I'm doing now. That's so awesome. And I graduated, and I think I left, like, a week and a half later. And then you were interning. And then I was interning at the Hollywood Reporter in two weeks. It was was really, really fast. And when I think back on it, I think, like, holy shit. I didn't even have, like, a summer to, like, breathe after graduating. No, for sure. So... But I think that's good because that keeps you focused and driven and like moving yeah, towards your goal. Yeah, keeps that college. Because if you take, speaking. you know, you, you take time off like you know I did, you can get kind of lost, you know. And right. Just, like, so I had no time your to. Way. Yeah, I was just like, I mean, I've lost my way plenty of times while being here, but at least I was right here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, LA, not the worst place to get lost. Yeah. And how long did you um, intern there, and then what? What was the next step after that? Um. Well. You make any? You talk to anybody still from there? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm sure they're listening <laughs> to the pod. <laughs> well, it was funny because I met like, like one of my best friends, Jesse Katz. Hi, Jesse. I don't know if you're listening. I'll tell you to listen, and then you'll listen. Um, so she became my like collaborator on writing like fiction and like screenplay stuff, mm-hmm. and cool. she is the reason. I mean, she. I owe a lot to her. I owe everything to her. Mm-hmm. Like, why I'm fine exists. Like, wow. we made a web series um, called The Exorcists that was sort of a test run for both of us because now she has her own web series in New York. I have my own web series here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and she's the one who got me into... She was like, you're a writer. And I was like, am I? And then, yeah, from there... It's, you're like, I'm a journalist. So I'm a journalist, yeah. is what I thought. <laughs> but then you did I, your first, like, narrative, like, storytelling... Writing with her. Yes. And it was The Exorcist and then Into I'm Fine. Yes. And then I'm Fine started, I had a really bad hookup. And that's what the pilot of I'm Fine is based off of. Yeah, the whole series, it seems like. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, that, people ask me, like, how much of it is you? And, sure. and I don't. Was the hookup right after a breakup or. No. Okay. The breakup. Oh, the show was written after a breakup, too. But I, I mean. As much as yes, Nate, it all kind of blends together. It all kind of blends together. Like as much as I have to admit that yes, Nate at one point when I wrote him was based off of me, but I think Perry has brought a lot to and he has the a, role yeah, and he like has his own vibe and yeah, it changes and 
grows. And you he's look, transcended. I, I always say that. You don't look unlike him, though. Is that, was that part weird. of the reason that you cast him? No, Does, but. remind you of yourself? No, but we realize. Because your faces are not totally dissimilar. Right. Like, we both have, like, a nose. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, he and he's in the same town as you. He's brought that up. <laughs> that, like, we. His nose is, like, that's a nose. <laughs> It's like great. We, we've brought up that we look like brothers. <laughs> we love Perry's nose. I think that Perry. I love Perry. I, think I love Perry is, too. I love I mean, him, and I think his nose is actually like a, I a positive focal point. I think it's like kind of like a, it's like a Cindy Crawford Mall, if you will. Oh no! I think oh, it's so distinctive, yeah. and it makes mm-hmm. him so interesting on camera. It's yeah, amazing. And me and him have talked about this. Like we look like. We're related. You do. In a weird way. You, you do. totally do. <laughs> and it's great, so he's kind of become your And his character, isn't this. his character yeah. a writer? In Yeah. Kind of. They don't really talk about it too much. Yeah, but. so season one, like, no, it's funny, because season like one, no, reference to what no one has jobs, no one has roommates, <laughs> you don't know, and that was, that was by design. For sure. Like, I wanted the focus to be relationships, and I didn't want to bog it down with, like, all right, what are these people's careers? Back to my secretary job. Right, back to... Because your episodes are between five and ten minutes. Right, so you you wanted to get... a lot of time for the backstory. Yeah, so, like, I wanted the meat of every episode to be emotional stakes, emotional situations, not like, oh, coming back from the coffee shop. (laughs) Um, But season two, (laughs) you find out their jobs. You find out that... Uh, Perry's a writer. You find that out right. toward the, or Oops, sorry, spoiler. Spoiler Did I alert. Spoiler? No, oh, no. Sad. Well, this will <laughs> this will air after it's released. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah. it'll have been released. Yeah. Die Hard fans of I'm Here will have already binge-watched season two. Exactly. So, it's fine. So we can give spoilers. Plans for season three? Uh, ooh. I mean, I thought about it, but we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Sorry to put you on the spot. Oh, my God. So well, it hasn't even re- been released, and then... Deku will have to say, I guess, whether they're going to... Yeah. Deku, Deku, Deku. 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 We love I mean, you, Deku. Deku is our sponsor for You can always, do, you can always do... Yeah. yeah, Deku, you can Thanks, demo us. Deku. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so season I'm two... I'm sure their, their, their production values are lavish, and they've just, like, thrown money at I you. I mean, season Absolutely. two looks pretty great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The it's production, shot. I mean, that trailer looks amazing. That's all 100%. Andrew separately, my DP. Hi, Andrew. He's amazing. Andrew, he's yeah, incredible. He's he is so great. Without him, this show doesn't exist. He did sure. the first season too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's he's, it's, it's very he's, well shot. He's brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. Where are they meant to live? Are they do they live in West Hollywood? Yeah, it's okay. very WeHo centric, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Season one, everything is in apartments, so. It could take it could take place anywhere. Yeah. So season two, we definitely wanted to make sure that we had like. WeHo landmarks like Hamburger Mary's and like right. the Abbey and stuff. So was was one season more stressful than the other, or what was that? What was this like when season two started and you had kind of already done the first season? Did it make it easier, or were you kind of reaching farther and it made it more difficult? Yeah, um, we were reaching farther and it made it more difficult. Like the it, For sure. it, season one had its own set of challenges because the shooting was so stretched out. And we were doing, like, a weekend. And then a month later, we'd do another weekend. And a month later... Right, that's right. Did and you, you end up getting picked up by Deku? Or did, did they... 
I mean, were they on board when you started shooting? No. So it was like halfway through the filming, right? So you, yeah. so you were like, I'm going to make a web series, and you put the resources together yourself. And I did it. And producers, yeah. and you figured out how to fund it. And then somewhere in the process, you know, you sold it to Denku, and they're like, okay, we'll, we'll put it on our... They caught wind of it um, because I had a, uh Instagram for I'm Fine, and then I learned about Deku, and I followed them on Instagram using the I'm Fine account, and like liked a bunch of shit. So oh, they would, smart. Yeah. so they would like be like, "Who's the? Who is this?" So you stalked Deku. I stalked um. them. <laughs> uh, I literally had never heard of them, and I I've actually produced gay content, and you know I I, but I'm not I'm not really like in that actively well you in are now because we're literally sitting with you're in it now we're yeah, sitting so with just, the creator of Deku's most I had never heard of it um, so it's I mean I think it's great it's great to know that it exists it's, yeah. I, I imagine it's a subscription platform mm-hmm. you pay and you, but you can see it through like Apple TV or yeah Roku, um, they're everywhere. Amazon, yeah. they have an Amazon channel, so you can just do it through Amazon. How much does it cost, like, monthly? It's nine ninety nine a month. Okay. Um, but you can do, they always have, like, at least one month through free. Right. They always right. have free trial promotions going on. Mm-hmm. And um, you can watch I'm Fine within a month. Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I watched season one in two nights. Yeah, it's um, a pretty quick binge. Yeah. Season two is a little bit longer. Season one's like 75 minutes. Season two is 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yeah, season two, we um, we cross-boarded the whole season. We shot it over the course of nine days. Yes. So that was... Oh, that's, a, that's stressful. It was his own... Like out of order to... Like making a little indie film. Right. It felt like a film shoot. Yeah. Um, we were shooting 90 minutes of content. Uh yeah, out of order. That's a so lot. it was like keeping track of like okay now you have, to, you have to wear this right. okay now you have to wear this um, absolutely. So that was its own set of challenges, but I'm happy that we shot it all at once. So no one's hair was changing, no one was like <laughs> no one's schedules right. were last minute changing. Like was everyone there was there. That, in like the editing, we were like, oh my god, we didn't or oh <laughs> yes, like you don't have to reveal that. But like there were there were shots where the editors were like. I hope we have this. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give you the newest script. <laughs> so we changed. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, there are always those moments. Yeah. In for post, sure. For sure. And you, you make it. You do workarounds. Yeah. Is you it, do that. Is, is it, it eight episodes also? Eight episodes as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 10 minutes uh, or 90 minutes. So I guess 11 minutes. Yeah. Okay. So they range anywhere between 10 and 15 minutes for season two. Oh, so they're a little longer. They're a little, little bit more longer. shorter than that. In season one. Yeah, season one, they're like, you know, five to ten. But it's good because you've built up, like, you know, these characters and, you know, people will, you know, watching season two will know a little bit more about them. And I think, like, the, you know, I think people have more of a, an attention span than, like, five minutes, you know? I mean, yeah. Um, so I think you're, it'll be good for your audience. Yeah, I think 15 minutes is, like, a good, like, graduation from five to ten and does Deku give you any kind of like feedback as to like how many people are watching it and you know or what the demographics of the audience are they are like Netflix 
very close to the podcast. Well, they don't have and to they release d- it publicly to the press, but they're not giving you that information? They just tell me it does very well. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Nice. <laughs> That's, That's it. Feedback. That's all I hear. That's <laughs> so. all you need to hear, right? That's all well, you need to hear. I mean, they're like, make more. <laughs> like, Deku, okay. yeah. You know, because they also, I guess, acquire other, you know, Content that's already existing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see movies, gay movies on it, mm-hmm. and stuff. I, I, I mean, I learned. I, I just looked a little bit into Deku today, um, but you know, th- this has got to be a big banner thing for them. Like you know, like our original content, and it's the first one that's had a second season. Yeah, they're so they're thrilled with it. Which, they're invested in it. Yeah, yeah, they're very is, happy, which is really great. Yeah, what is it so? What has it led to for you? Like, are are you are you pitching pilots elsewhere? Do, you know, what 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 are you, what are your next? Yeah, steps? what else are you working on? It's it's a little bit of uh yeah, like pitching also like new shows to Deku or like a season three to Deku. Um, right. Other pilot ideas. Right now, I'm working on a short that is written and I'm in pre production on. Um, Casting currently, I have a producer nice. attached, so I want to shoot that uh, this year. Awesome. Do you have so a you kind of get a little do bit. You a pi- do you have a feature length script that you'd like to make? I am also working on another feature with the same producer for this short. We're working on a. I don't know how much I can reveal. Michael, are you listening? Um, <laughs> Michael Brady's my producer on this. He's um, awesome. And too. he's writing it, and I'm directing it. It's We're doing a gay. Um, horror film that's the plan that's very commercial that's good um but yeah i am also working on a new pilot i'm working on a new feature of my own um i mean this is a great calling card for a feature um yeah i mean it feels like we shot a feature almost absolutely i mean in total when if you look at the whole season for both one and two like they're like features and it's a great calling card for that i mean you should be coming up with feature ideas and shopping them around. Yeah. The goal with this short that I'm um, hopefully shooting before the summer is that that could turn into a feature. Oh, okay. Because it originally was a feature, but then I decided to shrink it down to a short and yeah, do that first. Produce, for sure. And then use that as like a sample for the That's feature. awesome. And it must be nice to be able to kind of switch formats and gears a little bit take a step away from I'm fine and go into something else, something different, creative, a new story. Yeah. That was the get other your, goal. Get your head a break from that for a second. If you come back to it, then you can have like kind of a whole different experience and, yeah. and, uh, kind of, uh, knowledge from, from this new project. Exactly. So that's, that's, awesome. that's the plan. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like you're very sensibly, pursuing like next steps you're not jumping too far ahead of yourself and like saying like i want to i've got a 20 million dollar feature i want to make yeah we're very realistic here (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no it's really smart it's good yeah because even finding funding for like a short just finding that like three thousand dollars we need is just like hard enough absolutely oh raising money for anything is it is, <laughs> is really, really hard. I mean, that's actually one of the reasons that, like, doing a podcast was really appealing to me because I, I've been in the business of raising money for, you know, films and television and, uh, and whatever. And, you know, what I loved about doing this is, like, we can just 
sit here at a computer and just do it and not have to raise like millions of dollars or absolutely tens of thousands of dollars or whatever. Um, you know, it's reveal. We're not in the fancy studio, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> We're not. not I feel yet. pretty fancy. <laughs> but yeah, trust me. I I know that because I I too it's have a difficult. podcast and we record. At a dining table, yeah, such as this. Yeah, let's talk about that. What's your podcast called? Sure. So it's, it's called nice. Uh, it's called Movies IMO. I do it with um, two of my friends, Ben Empey and Daniel Crook. Um, we're available on iTunes. Please subscribe. Um, I, like in, in my opinion. It, yeah, like movies in my opinion. And so you do like reviews of whatever you've seen recently. Or? Yeah. So we pick a movie each week and we try to like tie in a theme with it. Um, and we just talk about what we saw. So, thought. like, what kind of theme? Like, do you pick, like, uh, The Great Mouse Detective? And <laughs> <laughs> try to keep it to current releases. Okay, okay. So, like, I'm trying to think enough. of a recent one. Like, uh, what was a recent one? Like, call Me By Your Name? Like, yeah, so, like, Call Me By oh, Your did Name. Did you do that one? Oh, we did Call it. Me By Your Name, and love we did... We were supposed to... some, But then sometimes we're so passionate about a film that we, like, don't even get to talk about the theme. Uh, like, what was the theme for Call Me Call Me By Your Name? Name was, like, gay coming-of-age stories. Oh, well, that fits. Which we didn't yeah. even, like... We just gushed about Call Me By Your Name. And then Lady Bird, we were supposed to talk about, like, actors turned writer-directors like Greta Gerwig, hmm. but we just gushed about Lady Bird for right. two hours. So. <laughs> I went in an Uber ride with a person that hated Call Me By Your Name. What? Oh, my God. Did, bit, you, did you, like, bail a roll out of the car? to get away from them? Um, I wanted to get to my destination, uh, for sure, so I, I stuck it out, but he was from Italy, so I think he had a very Italian kind of centric viewpoint, which I personally have never been to Italy. Don't what were his Italian. critiques? He was just like, um, their Italian sucked, their, their accents were off. Um, he said that no one in the movie was Italian. I know, I know, but I guess if you're yeah, they're Americans living who, in Italy. Yeah, <laughs> he was like nobody in Italy would have breakfast outside. Oh my Just, god, these I are know. such like, like it was, local. It was very trite. Simply yeah. not true, but. Uh, I yeah, mean, who, how does he know that nobody in Italy dines outside in the summertime? Like, but yeah, that's I mean, a pretty far-fetched statement to make. So I will say that I actually was involved in the very, very early development of, of something that didn't really come to fruition of Call Me By Your Name. Uh, a, a filmmaker, a friend of mine, um, had kind of an informal agreement with the with the author of the book. And so I, re I read the book and I was working on something else with this guy. And um, we, we, he wrote a script that was gorgeous, mm -hmm. really beautiful. And um, not the script that is the, not that, not that was made different, different but script, same source material, same source material. And then, but he didn't formally option the book. And I, that's, I got involved to kind of help that happen. And then, before that happened, another group of producers actually optioned the book, kind of from underneath him. But I mean, the 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 um, the, the happy ending for him is that they you know they gave him uh, an executive producer credit and paid him, and yeah. I think did use some of his uh, work. Um, really. 
from I mean, that I, script. I probably That's shouldn't incredible. say this, but whatever. <laughs> I'm very curious. James so, like, Ivory. Right, got James Ivory. Soul credit. Um, yeah. As a screenwriter. For, as a writer. The, for the yeah, adaptation. Yeah. He's about to win himself an Oscar. And he oh, will. Sure. He probably will win that. Well, what about Get Out? I'm not saying that he didn't. I'm not saying that he didn't write it. Oh, adapted and But I think that I think that the whole team of people may have used some of, of, of Derek's work, but whatever. It was all based on the novel. Well, if and, everybody got a piece of the pie... And, and his... You know, James Ivory's script as shot was, you know, significantly different than than what um, Derek Simons wrote. Um, but anyway, I don't, I don't know. I guess it just came up because you, you mentioned that. But yeah, yeah, um, I loved that adaptation. I, I thought, you know, as... As as executed, it was fantastic. Yeah, I mean they did make some changes because of the director Luca Guadagnino. Mm-hmm. I think his name is. Yep. Um, I I'm a huge fan of his. I think he's amazing. What else has he done? Um, he did a, a movie called I Am Love. Which um, I love. Uh, which is amazing. Yeah. With, with Tilda Swinton. Put it on my list. And then he did uh, <laughs> a bigger splash, so yes. which I love. Almost as much. Yeah, um, bigger splash is great too. With, with um, also with Tilda Swinton. And, Tilda Swinton, and she plays and, Ray and she plays Tilda someone Swinton. who doesn't even. Her voice is gone. Yeah, she have you seen Shape of Water? She can't talk. Yes. Uh, Sally Hawkins, I thought was the best in that, and she doesn't. She, can't she doesn't speak in it either, yeah. and, and she's makes brilliant. Yeah. So, um, but they changed the look, the the setting of where Call Me By Your Name is set to Luca Guadagnino's town instead of where the, the novel oh, is Oh, interesting. So the and novel isn't set in it's set, somewhere in Italy? No, it's, I mean, they <laughs> like the movies take place like they don't, somewhere. They don't mention, but it's clearly in... Liguria in this area. There are landmarks in the movie that make and I, you know the I actually probably. thought like because I know Italy you know pretty well and I thought it might be. You've been to Italy a lot. I my family lived there when I was very very young for oh, three years. Where? Um, Milan. Whoa, uh, so you sexy. could have experienced your own Call Me Did By you Your Name romance. No, not at all. Because I, I was literally four like I was and a half. Oh, okay. Right. That's so okay. Like, nope. No, no, no. But, Call Me By Your Baby Name. But, <laughs> that's a, that would be a terrible. Oh, no. Oh, no. But, uh, but I did. Th- I thought I kind of recognized the town. I thought it might be. Boyasco, which is a town I know. Mm-hmm. Um, like that town square, they that scene where they walk through the town square. Like, did you recognize that statue that they is like the center? Well, no, because he moved the setting. He moved it. I mean, oh, yeah. in the in the book, it's different. The book is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. If you haven't read the book, it's it's I worth haven't. it's worth reading. I want to. Really, That's really what the Italian said too. He was like, the book was fantastic. The movie sucked. That's my Italian accent. <laughs> I, I love, I love the book, and I but but I love this movie too. I thought they did a brilliant job adapting. I love the movie, and I, I love and Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. I think is just fant- I I want him to win the Oscar. And in Lady Bird too. I loved him. He's in Lady Bird. <laughs> so good. Um, I loved him in this. I yeah. just thought he was so good. Raul, um, my boyfriend, uh, was. We were hanging out the other day, and he was like, I'm following the guy from uh, Call Me By Your Name on Instagram. He's so cute. And I looked, and it was Troy Savon, the singer. I was like, (laughs) 
Bro, that is not. You mean that Susie is not, and Steven? He's confusing his twinks. He was confusing his twinks. Who's Troy? Oh, like, oh, someone else. He's a, it wasn't even. He's like Trace a poppy, the, the poppy gay, singer. Yeah, the gay pop star who's like releasing new music. Absolutely not. The only connection <laughs> they have not. is that they're both twinks. And he was like, it looks exactly like the person. I was like, that is They do not. look Timothy similar. And Timothy Chalamet, not gay. Not gay. Yeah. Not gay at all? Not even open? Not even... I, you know, yeah. you know, who knows? I mean... We can hope. I can't peer into his <laughs> I haven't his done... Heart, I haven't, but, I haven't uh, into it. I haven't, I haven't looked or anything. But, but he, no, he dated well. Lourdes uh, Ciccone, uh, the, the oh, daughter Madonna's of Madonna. Madonna's daughter? Yeah. Really? Wow. Look at him. <laughs> can you imagine okay. having Madonna as a stepmom? <laughs> That'd be wild. It would be cool. It's Hi, Madonna. Actually, her name is Lourdes Leone, probably. Hey, Lourdes. I'm sure she's listening to the pod. She's so not, <laughs> she is so not listening to the pod. I guarantee she's not listening. <laughs> we, we can speak about Lourdes with abandon, but she's definitely not listening. She's not tuning in. Have you been to Italy, Brandon? No. My only abroad travels are... Uh, I did a study abroad in college, and we did Edinburgh and London. That's oh. That's nice. it. Oh, did you it? go to the Fringe Festival in Edinburgh? Or not? Was no, it during that time? we did the just the Edinburgh International Film Festival. Very oh, cool. fun. So I performed fun. in the uh, Fringe Festival, um, the theater one. In uh, Edinburgh? Yeah. You, I didn't know in that. In 2011, I did a collaborative-based uh, theater project with... Um, Andy Paris, who's one of the founding members of Tectonic Theater Project, oh my God, based in I New love York. That. Who, they did Laramie Project, Gross Indecency. Yeah. Um, 33 Variations. I think that's the name of that play. Uh, but they have a really cool way of working, and we workshop with them on how to what their process was. They use this process called Moment Work, um, which is like collaboratively a collaborative way of creating material using all elements of the theater in conjunction as opposed to starting with kind of like a script and then moving from the script on to the next, to the director and the director on to the casting and the, and then the set and blah, 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 blah. It's like it all coalesces and interacts with each other to create the story. So somebody could bring in like a cot, you have like a theme or a hunch and somebody brings in like a costume piece or a prop that speaks to that theme or hunch and then um, that can influence the whole play. Awesome. Cool. Sorry. Awesome. I've, I've been yeah. to um, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival twice. Um, it, it's an amazing experience. It Just, was so great. And I had three hookups while I was there, too. Oh, on oh, top of doing Hell play, yeah. So I had no hookups. It was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was kind of like pre gay for me, you know? I mean, pre gay. Wow. Yeah. When did like, you come out? We don't have to. I was only dating women that. at the time. Right. What was that like? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never. Your eye. It was fun. <laughs> Hi, girlfriends. I loved you. You were great. I never had <laughs> I have a girlfriend. I never had a girlfriend. So I'm always curious. Like, I had two. Nima Galeana and Betsy Samanet. I'm sure they're listening. Oh, to hello! Love. Wow, those names. I was so exotic. Um, I don't I know that I'll name them, but I had many girlfriends through high school and college. I, I dated women all through college, and then just a little bit beyond that, and that was it. Mm-hmm. But the two times I went to Edinburgh were, were all during that time. Right. Um, I was with one... The first time was I was with my cousin, and the second time I was with friends. It's, it's, an, amazing, it's an amazing time. We should all take a trip. 
<laughs> I would love to go back to Edinburgh. <laughs> I loved too. Edinburgh. It's an amazing town. I loved it more than London. Oh, I... I've never been to London. Oh, in London, I had an internship. It was the best job I've ever had. I worked in... Par- I had an internship in Parliament... So I was working for a member of parliament in 1987. That sounds crazy. 1987. Which House of <laughs> Commons or House of Lords? 17, House of Commons. Mm. Um, and it was just the best job. I worked there for a summer. That's wild. Um, you guys ever watched British Parliament? Oh, yeah. The well, C-span I've been there. British Parliament? It's so crazy. And it's insane. Margaret Thatcher was the prime minister at the time. So, you know, wow. I would we would go on Tuesday and Thursday... She would have um, Prime Minister question time, and it was all during like the. Iran so you contra. were in the same room as Margaret Thatcher. M- oh well, many many times. That ju- not just that, but I also was like in little lunches at, you know, at a different table than her. But that's wow. so crazy because I would have lunch with the uh, with Simon Burns, a member of Parliament that I worked for, and um, at least once she was also in the room. Wow. So is that what you wanted to do at one point? Politics. I. Did kind of, yeah. I was kind of headed in that direction. And then, you know, what cured me of that was a a summer that I spent working uh, for a member of Congress, Bill Richardson of New Mexico. Governor. He then later became Became, governor. But he wasn't at the time. At the time, he was a a representative. um, House member. mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I hated Washington. I found it the Ooh, most yeah. sexist. That that was to me. It was full of sexual predators, and I I hate it. Yeah, and not not sexual <laughs> Hello, predators. Hello, one is running the country. Oh yeah, God, God, God! <laughs> not targeting me, but targeting like young women I was working with, and yeah. I just hated the atmosphere. I just was like, no, I will not do this. Yeah. So then I went to work in Hollywood, and then you know. Hey, sexual predators no there, too. <laughs> sexual predators, hey. They're everywhere. Can't avoid them. Uh, but I found Hollywood a much better um, environment than, yeah. than Washington, D.C. I just didn't like it. Though. Sure, yeah. I don't think I could handle it. I, I, it doesn't appeal to me, either. I just, you know I'm what I didn't like? too dumb. I mean, I was working. <laughs> no, I, I didn't like yeah, how, like, the, the people that you were ultimately working for, you know, the, the elected representatives... They just had no accountability, you know, just like they, their constituents right. don't see what they do. So, you know, they, they just could do whatever they want, you know, and if you, uh, you know, had a problem with it, then you had to, you know, you, you had no recourse. Yeah. I, I just, and I, uh, I just didn't I, like the Yeah, talent. there is a huge disconnect between, I feel like, politicians and their constituents. Yeah. Yeah. We've gotten way far. How did we land on politics? Career of Brandon Kirby, Um, but I really, I do feel like you have a really. It's exciting to have you on now at this point, like at the crux of dropping season two. Oh my god! I mean, you've got like a Luca Guadagnino type career ahead of you. One hopes. Jesus! Um, Wow! Wow! (laughs) I see it all. I see it all. But no, I I really, I I think your work is it's just it's really grounded. It's really real. It's um, you know, it's it and very relatable. I I really really like it, and I think that. 
the more people see it, the more opportunities are going to come your way. Yeah, so let's replug them all really quick. So I'm Fine is already available. Yes. The first season. But I think at this when this comes out, it'll be both, right? It'll both. be both, yes. That's right. Smart. That's right. Because uh, when it, it, when is it released? What's the date? So season two comes out January 25th. Came out. It has... We're in a time machine. We're in the future. The future. It's already released. <laughs> Go to Deku right now. Do a free trial. Watch, watch it, it all. all. And then abandon Deku. Oops, we just lost our sponsor, Deku. No, no, no don't abandon no, Deku. No, we love Deku. Um, we love, love, love Deku. And then also the podcast is called Movies IMO. Yes. Available, available on iTunes. How long have you been doing that? Um, we've been doing it a couple months. Um, at the, by the time this releases, we'll probably have 17 episodes, I think, released. Okay, oh, just you're very prolific. We've actually been working <laughs> on our podcast longer and have less have episodes. Far episodes. <laughs> you're backlogging, you're backlogging. You're not, we're not super prolific. <laughs> <laughs> all in good time, all in good time. Yes. Um, yeah, anything else you wanted to plug? Any shout outs? Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh. No. <laughs> oh, oh, God. No, I think that's everything. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so, Thank much, you so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. I'm so flattered to be invited here. Absolutely. Much appreciated. Um, maybe there'll be another time in the future. Go see I'm Fine. It's fantastic. Yes. Hey, thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please feel free to subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or iTunes or SoundCloud. Like it. Share it. Tell your friends. If you're on SoundCloud, you can hit that little love button. That feels so good. Oh, to I see. love to see the hearts. The <laughs> hearts are real special. Yeah, it's fun. Thank um, you so much. Yeah, thank you.